Hi, I'm Ron Hammonds. I want to thank you again for joining me on this podcast. You know, day by day, we are putting building blocks into our lives, and it's important that we take an inventory of our life. In fact, the Word of God tells us, examine yourself. That means take a look at yourself. We always should be looking at ourselves to see where in life we could be just a little bit better. Oh, I know it seems like a you know a drudgery at times. My goodness, do I have to take inventory again? Well, periodically, we should all take inventory. And some of us are more given to that activity than others, and some a little more introspective. But even if you're completely a sanguine in your approach to life and, and fluid and you know never look back on anything and never look forward to anything, it would do you some good as well to just stop occasionally and see where your life has gone over the last, let's say, uh, three months. 90 days is a really good marker. And then also look forward. Where do you want your life to go? What road can you put your life on? so that you actually arrive somewhere that you want to be. You know, life is not just happenstance, circumstance. It's not just coincidence. We live life on purpose. God has a plan for our life, and we should as well. Every goal in life should be measurable. Every goal in life should be achievable. And every goal in life should produce something that we are hoping uh, to add to our life. That brings us to our principle for today. Our principle for today simply says this, stop wasting resources on high-maintenance, no-impact activities. Let me say that one more time. I encourage you to stop wasting resources. Stop wasting precious resources. By that, I'm talking about life and money and other things, you know, uh, all those resources you have in life, which some are relationship-based. Stop wasting those precious and critical resources on high-maintenance, no impact activities. You see, we do a lot of things in life for no other reason other than that's just always the way we have done them. And sometimes we fall into a habit, into a circular pattern of life that just comes up every day at this time we do this. Every you know, uh, every evening when we get home, we do this and we fall into, if we're not watchful, some sacred cow activity and just keep doing it because we always have done it or because we've done it so long that it has become a habit. I'm told that it only takes about six six weeks to create a new habit, and then about six months to solidify it and make it a real actionable part of our lives. You know, some of these routines, even though they may be enjoyable, or perhaps some of the traditions or the obligations are nothing more than just that. They are habits of life, and they produce little or no benefit, and we can find actually that they are a waste of time, a waste of resources, and most of all, a waste of opportunity. Opportunities. You see, opportunities abound. Opportunities surround us. Opportunity for you to grow your life. Opportunities for you to grow other people in life surround you daily. If they do not, then they should. You shouldn't be locked away in some dark closet all by yourself so that the only opportunities you ever see are those that just directly impact your life. We should be interacting with others. And if we're not watchful, even when we are in the presence of other people, especially our, our, our close people, covenant people, 
our, our spouses, our children, our parents, our close friends, our close work associates, those that we go to school with and depend on for projects and, and teams. If we're not watchful when we are around some of the best people in our lives, we can exempt ourselves from the opportunities of interacting with them because of some habit or because of some action that we are taking or that we aren't taking that secludes us. And if we're not watchful, we can fall into a habit of exempting ourselves from impact activities. Now, Today's world offers us a lot of distraction, personal distraction. You know, with the advent of cell phones, and I know many of you are thinking, cell, the advent of cell phones? What? <laughs> yes. You know, we are in a cell phone season, if you will. I wasn't raised with them. In fact, not only was I not raised with them, you know, uh, my children weren't raised with them. These, uh, these cell phones are a new phenomenon. Computers? Computers came along. Uh, you know, uh, video games? All these things are new on the scene of the world. And, uh, you know, the generation that's being raised today could not imagine life without them. But, uh, you know, there were actually a time whenever there were no televisions, a time when there was no radio, you know, no airplanes, a time when, when there was no air conditioning. That's right. Can you imagine that? A time with no central heat, no central air. There was a time in life whenever, you know, it, uh, you couldn't just put your hands on information. You had to actually go to a library if you were fortunate, to live, uh, fortunate enough to live in a community where there was a library. If not, you would have to make some attempt to get there. And by the way, cars were not always around. Uh, You know, looking at life today, we can't imagine if we're not watchful that this is the way it always has been. And, uh, but today, whenever I walk in, even to a restaurant, and I sit down and I observe families or individuals, friends, couples who are eating at the restaurant. Many times they are not paying any attention to one another, but rather they are glued habitually glued to uh, this little device they have in their hand, this little cell phone. Sometimes I even have earplugs in. And even though they think they are enjoying a little family time together because they're out at a coffee shop or because they're out at a restaurant together and we eat together every night, (laughs) but there's no interaction. And they are wasting Not only their precious time and their precious opportunities, but also resources because they're paying for that phone. They're paying for that meal, and they're wasting all of these opportunities on what really is high maintenance and no impact activities. I say no impact because of the greater things of life are being left off. It's important that we realize that a lot of the things we do in life, we do from habit. It wasn't long ago, a lady came and talked to me and she was concerned about her husband because her husband would come home every day from work and he had a habit. He had a habit of sitting down at about 5 or 5.30 in his chair at his house and until about 9.30 or 10, sometimes 10.30, Sometimes it was after she had already gone to bed, he was still sitting in that very same spot where she had ended up bringing him dinner and ended up picking up the plates and and then maybe getting him something else to drink later. And he would just sit there and he was playing solitaire over and over and over and over and over again. Now, you might say, okay, he may have some other uh, issues as well. Well, it's possible there are other issues at stake. And it's possible there are other issues at stake even in your life. If you are 
someone who could sit down at a table in a restaurant paying for a meal, having taken someone else out, or being out with with whether a business partner or, or a family partner, and here you are glued to a little glass screen without any interaction whatsoever that is of any value. It's important that we realize that time is the most precious commodity that we have. And once we spend time, it can never be replenished. Therefore, we must make our lives count. For that, we need to know when we are wasting precious resources. We need to know when we need to stop wasting time, stop throwing opportunities away on high maintenance, no or low impact, time-consuming, no-benefit activities. Survey your life. Prioritize and, and enjoy the things and the opportunities that life brings to us. When you go to heaven, you will not be taking a cell phone with you. When you go to heaven, your computer won't make it. When you go to heaven, the only thing that you're going to take with you is relationships. The relationships you make and maintenance on planet earth. It is so important. It's vital. It's critical to not only our life on planet earth, but also to our eternal life that we make and maintain relationships. I want to encourage you, consider how productive you are. Are you just active or are you productive? And I know many times our work demands that we, uh, you know, and, and our income demands that we work and give time to our computers and give time to, uh, you know, uh, to uh, whatever. But please develop a better habit than just sitting around glued to a television, glued to a computer, glued to a telephone, whether you're gossiping and wasting time uh, or, you know, or, or on some social media that really uh, is, is not a relationship. It's just a high-maintenance activity that we can grow addicted to if we're not watchful. It can become a habit of life, and it can waste our precious time, our precious resources, our precious opportunities, and we feel like we have to maintenance it whenever it's not really doing anything back for you, just wasting time. I want to encourage you one more time here. Please inventory your life. Let me tell you what I have done for years now. When I go into a meeting with any other person, I make sure I leave my cell phone outside of that meeting unless there's some emergency situation that I have to be available for. I make sure whenever I go into a restaurant with my family, you know, yesterday was Sunday. My wife and I went to a restaurant after church. I made sure I left my phone in the car because if I did not leave my phone in the car, the temptations or the the continual calls and texts that I would get on the phone, which are legitimate and which, you know, uh, uh, many times need to be paid attention to. In fact, when I got out of the restaurant yesterday and we weren't in there, but about an hour, uh, you know, I had 14 text messages. And uh, uh, you know what? I had a birthday uh, party for my grandson yesterday. He turned eight years old. Happy birthday, Caden. But do you know what I did with my cell phone? I left it in my truck. And I left it in my glove box. 
And this morning, I did have to get up early and answer a lot of texts. You know, uh, some of them were actionable and some of them were just conversational, but not one of them interrupted the greater opportunity that I had to spend lunchtime with my wife talking with her about our day, talking with her about our life, talking with her about our children, our grandchildren, communicating with her. Nothing was more important than my grandson's birthday party at that moment. And life can provide a lot of interruptions, but we can buy into some unwritten law that says we have to give our time and attention to other people in other circumstances, situations, and be available whenever they want, or somehow we are missing the boat of socializing. That's not true. Don't be bound by anything that is demanding your time and your attention with a no-impact or low-impact return. Just take an inventory. You can do this. It's not hard. It's not difficult. Learn to pay attention to the things that are most important and most productive in life. Don't let some sacred cow become your idol. Well, that's what the book of Ephesians tells us. Ephesians 5.15 says, See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but rather as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Listen to Titus 3, verse 14 from the New International Version. Our people must learn. This is what the Apostle Paul was writing to Titus. Our people must learn to devote themselves to doing what is good in order that they may provide for daily necessities and not live unproductive lives. Let's pray together. Let's ask God to help us to be productive and to not waste Uh, precious resources on high-maintenance habits with, uh, with no hope of them being the return that they should be. Let's pray. Oh, Father, Lord, I ask you that you would show me, Lord, your priorities for my life, my time, my resources. Lord, I don't want to waste any of the precious gifts that you have given me, Lord. Afford me the grace to stop the things I need to stop to curtail some of those things, Lord. Slow down and cut back on some, Lord, and replace them with more fruitful, more productive, more, uh, uh, Lord, uh, godly adventures of life. Help me, Lord, to establish and keep my priorities, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thanks so much, sir. Amen, amen. Well, God bless you. I'll see you here again on our next podcast.